Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Men's Healthcare. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Ellis out front had it knocked away, got it back, drives the paint to the rim. It's good and one. How about that? L. Ellis. Quick as a hiccup. Mark's going to dribble the ball out near the midcourt stripe. Ethan Morton is guarding him. Mark dribbles right side. Shot clock at six now. Mark pulls up. Foul line jumper. Good. Tremont Mark has been Mr. Clutch. Hogs by five with a minute to play in overtime. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Razorback Basketball Practice Facility, if you can believe it, because uh, we're going to be hanging out here as we get ready for this Halloween party tonight that Razorback Basketball is putting forth. But also got Joe Franklin back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon, we got a loaded show for you today because not only are we going to be talking with Josh Braun of Matt, uh, the Razorback football team, thanks to Matt Black Allstate Insurance, we'll be able to have a conversation with him about everything going on with the Razorback football team as they get ready for Florida and also homecoming for him because that was the team that he was with before he transferred to Arkansas. But uh, rumor has it we'll also have... Eric Musselman joining us here live in the basketball practice facility, too. So looking forward to that. It's a Trigger Tuesday, so want to hear from you. Talking about what's bothering you in the world of sports, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. And also after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. And after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. And, Joe, I'll say this. It's uh, it's really cold up here in Fayetteville. And I say really cold. The only reason I say that is because it's about 12 degrees difference. And walking in this practice facility, it was pretty frigid. It was pretty frigid. And it's amazing, like, how this time of year it's this way. But it's good to be up here in Fayetteville. And it's good to be here on a Halloween festive Right of bounds today. Uh, it feels good. It feels good there. It feels good here. It's nice and sunny, but it's breezy outside and got a nice cool breeze coming through. So it feels good and it's nice trick or treating and Halloween weather. Yeah, so as far as the trick-or-treating, I know we talked about it yesterday and costumes and dressing up. When uh, you have trick-or-treaters come to your house, do you do you buy certain candy like that you would like, or do you just kind of go through the assortment pack of like just getting the variations of everything? Like, How do you go about buying your Halloween candy? So I usually don't because I'm out with oh. kids going around the neighborhood. So, that makes sense. Yeah, that so sense. Um, it's probably yeah, really don't anyways. don't have time to get to it like that. But do, um, do, you have, do you have a dad taxes that you take? Yes, yes. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, got to do that. And so my daughter, she doesn't like chocolate, so anything that's chocolate pretty much is mine anyway. Oh really? Wow. Okay, a kid that doesn't like chocolate. How about that? Yeah. I yeah. That was a, no, oh, there are a few. I thought it was odd too, but I've come across a few over the years that they feel the same way. Well, that's 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 wild. But I mean, I'm sure that there's uh, you know kids that so she she prefer the fruity candy. Does she go with that? Instead? Oh yeah, yeah, Skittles, Starbursts, those types of things. She she really likes those. Yeah, I can't go wrong with any of it. But I know it's going to be a fun night of trick or treating for all the kids, and fun night for all the parents and all the families that are going to be out and about. So just be safe out there, folks, and enjoy it and. Take a lot of pictures and have a good time because that's what it's all about. And also bundle up because I know it's going to be a chilly one tonight. 
but uh, that's part of uh, late October, and that's what we uh, end up happening. So, uh, but yeah, we got a, again a great show for you planned out today, and uh, we'll have a lot of things to get into as the show goes on. But I know uh, Joe last night had a little Monday night football action with the Detroit Lions taking care of business, and I know that uh, they they've sitting there with having a great season so far and really in control of their division. But was really impressed by them. I, did, was it just me, or did it feel like the Lions should have won that game? Like handedly, like a lot, I mean, they did win the game, but it felt like they were complete and total in control. That uh, the score didn't really indicate by how it felt like the game was actually going for the Lions. Turn the ball over will do that, and so the Raiders in getting those turnovers, they had their chances, and you could clearly see the frustration from the Raiders because they felt like they should have been able to do more, capitalizing on the turnovers and doing more in the game altogether to have a chance to win the game. But, yeah, the the Lions, they did control it, but they turned it over, and so that led to the Raiders having some chances at it, but they still came out with a, a hand, handedly win that um, it, it looked like they you could tell they were the better team and they should have won the game um, hands down, but they did give the Raiders some opportunities. The Raiders couldn't take full advantage of them. Yeah, it was a very frustrating day, I know, for, uh, of course, a guy like, uh, Devontae Adams, one catch, 11 yards, and I think the highlights, or if you low light, depending on how you look at it, that everyone kept replaying over and over and over again was when Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, I mean, he had Devontae Adams wide open. I, I mean, there was just nobody in front of him. That was going to be a sure touchdown and just overthrew him, and uh, Adams was very frustrated, threw his helmet down, and he had people talking about it on social media. He's like, oh, if I, if he just needs to leave the team, needs to demand a trade, all this stuff. So if you're a Raiders fan, I mean, Lions fans, you're, you're rejoicing, you're feeling good, but Raiders fans, man, that, that offense was pretty putrid last night. Today is the trade deadline here in just a couple of hours, so uh, 3 o'clock Central Time, 4 Eastern. We may get some more trades coming through, and we talk about the Vikings and what they need to do or what they are looking into doing to get somebody in there for Kirk Cousins. Something they need to be looking into if they haven't, how about giving the Cardinals a a call and see what's up with Kyler Murray? Because Kirk Mm. Cousins is going to be a free agent at the end of this season. Kyler Murray's still fairly young. He did just sign that new contract, and it's a big contract. He is coming back from injury, but... He is somebody that's going to play soon within the next few weeks, so Vikings should get on the phone and look into possibly seeing what's up with Kyler Murray. So do you think that that would be the biggest... I mean, you never know because sometimes this stuff just happens randomly and nobody sees really much of it coming, but does that feel like that could be the possible big move that could be made before the trade deadline comes to an end? Yeah, um, and and Christian just said that they traded for Josh Dobbs, which they should have as for the oh. other quarterback on the roster. But the thing about it is maybe they did make that call and they asked about Kyler Murray because that happens sometimes where they ask about certain players and they say, well, this player isn't available, but this player is. And uh, the Cardinals were kind of setting it up with that type situation where Josh Dobbs has been the starter for them so far all year. And they had already said going into this next game that he wasn't going to be their starter so you can kind of see it setting up where maybe he was going to be on the move, but they should have ultimately asked about Kyler Murray if they didn't. So looking at the Vikings side of things and them getting Joshua Dobbs from the Cardinals, I mean, and I'm not, I've always been a Josh Dobbs fan. I've always really liked him. I'm not saying that he's a perennial starter in the NFL, but I think he's a guy that has obviously a good head on his shoulders and keeps getting opportunities and has been a backup. But for the Vikings' sake, I guess – they still feel like there could be some salvage to their season, maybe make a playoff. So is Dobbs going to be a good enough guy to lead that team with the weapons around him in Minnesota? We shall see, but they do have a good receiving core, and we've seen him in that role before. Now, it's been a long time. It was when he was in college, but had weapons all around him. He's, he played really well, and he's a guy that can play on the move also. He's mobile in the pocket. He can get out and run when the play breaks down. And so, yeah, with that receiving core, they should be successful with them. Yeah, if I'm a Vikings fan, you know, you got to be disappointed. But uh, getting getting a guy like Dobbs still still gives some opportunities uh, for this season and possibly get down and get a, get after it when it comes to uh, the playoff push. Because I mean, isn't it amazing that we're roughly was it halfway through the season or about getting to the point of halfway through the season at this point? Yeah, yeah, it's getting close. Yeah. So uh, coming up That's on wild. week nine. 
Yeah, that's well, I mean, that's just wild. And it wasn't the only thing that happened yesterday with all the trades and craziness, but this one wasn't really with the NFL. This one's the NBA is uh, James Harden. How about that? We kept wondering what was going to be the end result of his whole saga there in Philadelphia. But the Clippers have acquired uh, James Harden in that blockbuster trade with the 76ers as the 76ers send Harden, P.J. Tucker, and Philip Pit, uh, is it Pus- uh, Petrosev, and to the Clippers with Marcus for Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, KJ Martin in a 2028 unprotected first round pick. So how about that? You get Russell Westbrook and James Harden reuniting once again. Yeah, and that's the team we always thought that uh, Russell uh, that uh, James Harden would go to. It's just it took a while for it to happen. Kind of like when we knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to the Jets, but it took a while for the trade to go through. That's what we knew all along. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I'm glad it's just over with, and I'm sure NBA fans are kind of glad that it's over with, and they're moving on, and both teams are going to move on, and uh, we'll see what happens and how it plays out for both. So, uh, yeah, big deal there for the uh, Clippers being able to land James Harden and seeing that. Because if I'm not mistaken, has now the big three that was with OKC, have they all played together in some capacity as a twos now? Like is like Harden and Durant have played together, but also Harden and now Westbrook. And then West, I guess Westbrook and Durant are the only ones that haven't still played again together from that big three, right? Yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah, they have played together in uh, other uh, with other teams. So uh, they probably you wouldn't think that they'd be able to get back together as the three players. That's not happening. Okay, okay, yeah, I wouldn't think so either. But hey, you never know. Who would have guessed that one time when you had? Those uh, players that got older in their age and were getting close to retirement and got signed on with the Lakers if they tried to face, okay, chase a title. Something like that could happen, but, yeah, that's uh, that's the thing that's missing. Uh, so there's yeah, a lot of things going on in the sports world, and I think it was yesterday, the, the quad fecta, or whatever you want to call it, of the four major sports all going on at once, which was so much fun. But uh, you also have, from the uh, baseball side of things, too, we uh, know the World Series is going on between the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, and the Rangers... We're able to take care of business last night as they take advantage three to one in what was a really great game, and now they lead the series two to one uh, after game three. And I know Rangers fans are excited. I even saw videos of it, Joe, yesterday that uh, they were having a watch party, if you would, over there in Arlington, which was so cool to see at Globe Life and to have the fans being there. Which I know teams do this, and it makes sense because it happens all the time. But to just actually see it in action and to see it actually happening was really cool, and I think that you know baseball fans in general are, are diehards and, and they're loyal to their teams and everything, but uh, it's, it's cool to see where they didn't say they packed out Globe Life, but there was a, an inordinate amount of team fans of the Rangers there at Globe Life rooting on their team and being able to watch it live as they won 3-1 to one yesterday. Yeah, it's exciting times for them. It's been a while since they've been the World Series, and so uh, you would expect that they would have a bunch of fans show up and see the team even when they're on the road, and they're just excited about this team having a chance to win it. Yes, they are, and we're excited to continue to talk about it here on Out of Bounds. Against the Trigger Tuesday, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037 as we'll talk more about everything going on in the sports world, but we also have some Razorback football news and updates for you, some Razorback basketball, too, because we know that they got a game coming up next Monday, and Coach Muss, I don't know when he's going to be joining us. We are completely at his disposal, so we'll just uh, maybe pop in one day, and hey, here he is. We'll talk to him about it, but yeah, we got a lot more of Out of Bounds coming up, and we'll get some more of your phone calls and text messages and all that fun stuff here on the show so stay with us Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone, presented by the Wooder Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooder Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. Sports Center. The first Eric Musman live of the season was last night. He talked about a number of things, including standout forward Chandler Lawson. His ability to be coachable is amazing. He listens to everything, knows the game plan inside and out, self-coaches not only himself, but then he buddy coaches his teammates. So for sure, 
I don't know if I've ever coached a guy that's got such wingspan, and so that allows him to become a sneaky shot blocker. We're now just six days away from the tip-off of the Arkansas basketball season versus Alcorn State next Monday. And in other college basketball news, Louisville lost an exhibition to Division II Kentucky Wesleyan, 71-68. Kentucky Wesleyan is predicted to finish eighth in their league. Louisville won just four games last year. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Roger Scott is at it again with his Razorback Song of the Week, presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas. Join Morning Mayhem each week as the smooth, dulcet tones of Roger Scott bring you his Razorback Song of the Week. It's all brought to you by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas, and your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is orange chicken for only $7.49 per pound, paired with vegetable fried rice for just $4.99 per pound. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever? Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Morlton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. On 1037 The Buzz.
dive into as far as uh, updates and everything. But um, this was a weird one. I know The Zone talked about it. And it actually has to deal with Razorback women's basketball and Coach Mike Neighbors and uh, his squad. So I'm going to try to to walk everybody through this. So for those of you who may not have been listening to The Zone, which, of course, I know you all were, uh, an unnamed, this is according to the Pictural Nation, according to Mem, says an unnamed basketball coach has confirmed and told her that Razorback guard Jersey Wolfenbarger entered into the transfer portal. They're currently trying to find more details and everything. They were looking into it, but it was confirmed and it was the case. Now, this is just two minutes ago from Courtney Mims. says there's an update that Wolfenbarger did enter her name into the transfer portal, and it was in there for 25 hours, but she withdrew her name as of 12.47 p.m. this afternoon. The portal is closed right now. There are exceptions to that rule, but according to uh, the update that Courtney Mims gave is that she has withdrawn her name from the transfer portal. So... Kind of a, a wild deal and a wild scenario, but uh, that seems to be the, the latest deal, and maybe we'll have some more details on that. But I guess, Joe, with the transfer portal, you can put your name in anytime you want. You just can't be recruited or talked to or anything like that until the windows are going on in the NCAA. That's it. And so now the question remains, like, since she took her name out, did she still intend to transfer, or did she have a change of heart and she coming back and then it remains to be seen, is she going to play this year? Because if she comes back, then you would think that would be the thought process. But, of course, if uh, she still intends to transfer, then she probably won't play this year. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. And with her being a five-star player coming out of high school, I think she was a top-ten player in the country. And we know with Mike Neighbors and their squad, they uh, felt like it was their deepest team. I think even Coach Neighbors told us that at SEC Basketball media days that it was his deepest team and felt like it was one of the more talented teams. So people were really excited about this year taking a step forward. So not being able to get uh, Wolfenbarger back would have been huge, but looks like she's, as of right now, still on the Razorback basketball team. Don't know if, like you said, Joe, she's still going to be leaving, just not playing. Uh, not totally sure, but we'll keep you updated on that. But definitely a, an interesting story of what was uh, going on and what was developing into that. But, yeah, we'll keep you updated. Uh, let's see, on our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, we've got a few people that have chimed in, like Jimmy and Roland says, uh, his daughter doesn't like chocolate either, Joe. So you got a got another person out there where their daughter does not like chocolate. There so we go. That? And, and, and uh, Jimmy Jimmy's daughter and I share a birthday, so maybe there's some kind oh, of connection nice. all the way around. Yeah, maybe it's some, uh, one of the, what, what do they call those? When, when you're like Six uh, degrees of separation. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, like, if you're a Libra or if you're a, uh, you know, uh, whatever those things are, horoscopes, not horoscopes, the signs. You know what I'm talking about, but either way. maybe Zodiac sign. Like, thank you, Zodiac signs. Yeah, maybe there's something to that where if you're a certain month that you were born, maybe it uh, makes it to where uh, you don't like certain things, and in this case, chocolate, so maybe there's something to it. And uh, also, uh, here on Twitter, we have uh, somebody that uh, has commented in, and this one comes from... This one comes from Adam. He says, guys, really appreciate what you guys do and love the show. Quick question for you, though. Do you feel like this Razorback basketball team can actually win a national championship? I know it's tough to say at this point in time, but I'm just so excited about basketball, I really don't even care about the football game this weekend. Okay. (laughs) I guess uh, he lays it out there. I mean, we talked a little bit about it, Joe. It's really too early to tell, even if they would be. But let's be honest. Even if they were the most talented team coming back, number one preseason team, and went 40-0 and or whatever, undefeated going into the NCAA tournament, that doesn't mean anything because the NCAA tournament has proven time and time again that it's a gauntlet and it is random. And sometimes uh, the best teams, in fact, more often than not, the best teams overall may not actually win the championship. So, I don't, honestly don't even think we should even ask the question of, can this Razorback basketball team win a national championship? I think it almost should be more about, can this Razorback basketball team be one of the best NCAA tournament teams by getting to the tournament, getting a high seed, and getting some favorable matchups? I think that's the way. But as far as winning a championship, just because of the difficulty it is to get to the field of 68 and try to figure it out, it almost seems like it's... It's pointless to even say one way or the other. Yeah, that, you know, playing against Purdue in an exhibition game and winning that game against one of the top teams in the country is a good showing, but let's give it some time. Let's give it uh, some more of a look where not only do they get through this non-conference schedule, but they get in the conference play, and we see how they match up against other SEC teams, and then you'll have a better gauge on it. 
Yeah, I think that's the smart way of doing it because, let's be honest, with the amount of uh, differences that have gone on in college basketball, college sports in general, with the transfer portal, with the NIL, with uh, they're even talking about expanding the NCAA tournament still at this point or excluding certain teams uh, and certain conferences from the NCAA tournament, which I don't think anybody's in favor of. Like all of these things are going on that people are trying to you know, figure out exactly what is happening when it comes to the NCAA tournament and some of the plans that they make. But again, it, I'd love to sit here and tell everybody, yeah, national championship, of course. But if your expectation is win the national championship or bust in college basketball or in college baseball, and maybe just college sports in general, uh, more often than not, you're going to be pretty disappointed because uh, of the difficulty that is going on there. Um, even like, uh, I'm sure you got a chance to maybe listen to a Joe, but I, like Dabo Sweeney and that whole call that he had from a call-in show uh, for his coach's show, which I didn't even know existed where callers could call in on a coach's show. But, man, that guy, Dabo Sweeney, went off on that fan who was criticizing him and his team and going off and my man, I have these national championships. I've had all these years of 12-win seasons and everything. But it just goes to show you that, you know, when you get to that certain point of expectations, if you get to the point where you're expecting it, you're going to be disappointed more often than not instead of just appreciating what you do have and how good of a program that you actually do have, whether it's football, basketball, or anything. Everybody's always worried about what you're doing at the moment. They don't care about what happened in the past, even if the past is within the last year or two. Even Kim Mulkey had already addressed certain things where she said that they're not in a championship or bus type mode because – With LSU, they're coming off a national championship, defending champs, and they've even added to that roster and gotten a little bit stronger. But she had to come out to say that it's not championship or bust for them. They're just trying to win games, and they're trying to win one game at a time and take the season as it comes along and, and ultimately try to achieve that at the end of the season. But right now they're not looking at it as a championship or bust type season. No, and if the more you do that, and I've, I don't say I've come to realize it, but just knowing that how sports work and how difficult it is, if you just get to any point to where you are expecting a championship or bust, again, you're just not going to be satisfied. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be angry. You're going to be uh, one of the, the callers or the texters into sports talk radio shows like ours that are just going to be, I'm, I'm mad. I don't like this. This is awful. I want this changed. Everything. And you're just never going to be happy. And I hate to look at it that way. You want to strive to win a championship, no matter the sport. You want to hope and, and pray that it all goes together and all goes right. You want to make sure you have the best players, best facilities, best everything you can. But at the end of the day, just that's one why you got to appreciate any time that you actually do win a championship because of how difficult it is. But I don't know. I feel like in some cases, uh, especially in uh, football, it's almost like, well, people saw Tom Brady win seven titles in the NFL, and then they see Nick Saban winning six, seven titles in college football. Uh, I think start probably more so in college football because of the coach. It, it's like, man, they, they, it just changes everything. Where suddenly it's like, hey, it, he, sh- he proved it was possible, so therefore we should be able to do it. And that's just not the case. Like, it's almost like they spoiled people or maybe, I didn't want to say manipulated it, but it made a lot of fans just be like, well, if they can do it, why can't we do it? If they can go out there and win a championship, that many championships at Alabama, why can't we do it at Ohio State or at Clemson or at Texas or whatever? So I think it's also about what surrounds you in the league and in the sports that you're in, too. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, It's just you can't have – I mean, everybody has expectations going into the season, so there are are expectations – from from the fan base more so that's the way to look at it fan bases have expectations teams schools they have goals so they will set certain goals but they don't necessarily have those as expectations yeah it's like a uh, savage on our southern structural solutions text line he chimes in and says guys ask kansas and gonzaga how hard it is they were number one and both fell to the hogs over the years ncaa tournament is a different animal uh, I, I agree that's that's like last year UConn, I mean, they they destroyed everybody in their path in the NCAA tournament, and they were a four seed. Now, they were the best team. I think everybody agrees they were the best team, but just because uh, you're the number one overall seed going in or a number one seed in general doesn't mean you're the best team. In fact, uh, it's, it's hard to really get to that point of even making it to the championship game, much less winning it all when you're a number one overall seed. So that's a good point. They they are they are seen as the best team, but the best teams don't always win. It's about the result. Yeah, I mean, really, 
college football under the BCS system seemed like there was the one where you felt like almost every time the best team won the national championship just because there was only one game that they had to win in postseason to claim themselves as champions. So uh, that that was maybe the closest you'd ever get to it. But in all postseason, uh, so many t- so many times, so many cases, we see not the best team, not the overall best team, or should say the overall best seeded team ends up winning a championship. And uh, also from the 501 on our Southern Structural Solutions text line says, man, look at this. We, we all know that the basketball team is going to let the fan base down. The fans who are calling for a national championship are going to be crying five weeks into the season. Well, I don't know if uh, that will be uh That happens every down, year. But, <laughs> it happens yeah, every I mean, year. Whenever they go through a stretch where they may drop two or three games in a row, then everybody is complaining, and it happens. Oh, yeah. It, but that's that's why fans are so much fun. That's why we love doing... The show that we do and the shows that we do here on The Buzz when we talk so much about sports is because it's a great way to discuss the highs and the highs and the lowest of the lows. That's why we have people who text in and call in to voice their frustrations or to voice their celebrations or to give counter arguments to the argument. It's, it's what this platform and what this format has basically been all about is just for the fans voicing those frustrations throughout the entire season. And, you know, if the, if the end result is not great or is not something that people uh, wanted to see or wanted to have, then it's like the off season becomes that where they just continue to discuss it and talk about it and build the frustrations. But like last year, the basketball team is a great example. I mean, Joe, you remember how many calls we took of people upset and mad and saying this team's bad. They were questioning about Nick Smith, questioning about uh, you know Musk, questioning about everything. And then when they go to the Sweet 16, they beat Kansas. It's suddenly like, oh, you, you know, great job. Did great job because it was about the end result for everybody. It's it's not about the journey. It's about the end result, the fine the final piece of the puzzle, the final story. That's what decides and has fans decide how they feel and how they look back upon certain seasons. Well, that's what makes the journey so great, especially for championship winning teams, because at some point during their season they do have a, a bit of a letdown or maybe a step back where they don't look like that team that everybody saw from the start. And then if they ultimately win, you can reflect on those times of kind of the ups and downs or maybe the downs of what turned out to be a great championship season. That's what's, you know, the beauty of it when you think about being down at some points, but you think about getting lucky in other places where we know that there's always luck involved in a run to winning a championship. So that's what makes it great altogether when you think about from beginning to end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, and I just want to enjoy it or appreciate it at some point in time. I know with Razorback basketball, uh, you've experienced it back in 1994. Uh, baseball has been close and, uh, you know, Razorback football hasn't necessarily been right there. But still, but it's just about enjoying that experience. And that's why that caller who called in on uh, Davo Sweeney's coach's show and went through this long question and just basically calling him out on the amount of money he makes and, you know, he's been watching this, uh, football or Clemson football, been a part of it for so long. And, you know, you're not as, it's not as great as you used to be, just all this stuff. I'm not someone who's a huge Dabo Sweeney fan, but I was actually on Team Dabo because I thought he handled that about as well as you could ask, where he called him out and went on it. I think he went on a six-minute uh, answer about it and just went through all of his accomplishments, went through all this and saying, hey, you're, you're part of the problem. It's like everyone's got an expectation, but they need to have more appreciation, I think is how we put it. So, uh, <laughs> right on. I mean, it's, it's funny, but it's true. It's like, you know, fans, we love it. We demand excellence. But, man, you know, like, you know what I would do, Joe? What I would do, and I think almost every Razorback fan would do to have what Clemson's had at the football program over the past 10, 15 years? Like, like we, so many other programs would do so much to have that. And it's just funny to see it from the outside. Well, I don't think all Clemson fans are that way, like that guy. But, I mean, you've got to really look around the league and look around what you're doing and say, man, it could be a lot worse, and we still got a great thing going for us, so just enjoy it while we can. Well, it is part of expectations. That's what that means. That's what they expect. And they get spoiled, in a sense, where look at Bama fans, and we're talking about Clemson fans. It's one the same. When they've seen it, They've seen it it happen. That's what they want to see happen all the time. In reality, it's not going to happen all the time. Also from our Sudden Structural Solutions text line, Paul says, Taylor Swift will be hired as the next head football coach, and she will lead the Hogs to a national championship, and then we will build a statue of her. 
Well, I don't care who it is. If it's Taylor Swift, she leads the Hogs to a national championship, then everybody's going to be happy. But I doubt that ends up happening. I think Taylor's doing just fine in the music industry. I think that that's kind of more her vibe and her expertise. And uh, I know she's punched into the football side of things with Travis Kelsey, but no, that's she's doing just fine. I don't think she needs to be a head coach anywhere, but appreciate that. How about some of the criticism and, uh, that he got by going to World Series Game 1, which was on a Friday night, and then they played Sunday. Now, of course... The Chiefs lost to the Broncos, and if they win that game, nobody says anything, but he got backlash and criticism because they're like, oh, that's not a good look now. He's he's wanting to be more of a celebrity than a football player. He showed up and played well, you know, like he always does. He did his part. He didn't play great where, you know, sometimes you'll see him score so many touchdowns or have 100 yards receiving, but he was there, and, and he played his part. But he got backlash because of the fact that he went to World Series Game 1. So they're saying now he, now that he's really out there because of Taylor Swift, which he was out there before, but they're saying he wants to be more of a celebrity than a football player. See, that's the thing. is like he was. It goes back to the whole deal of when you start involving a lot of more people and becoming a lot more famous like Travis Kelsey has. He's already famous, but while more famous, it's suddenly everything gets put under a microscope and the common stuff that he was doing before that maybe people hadn't been paying attention to suddenly are, and it's like, oh, he was at the World Series. Like Even if he wasn't dating Taylor Swift, if he was at the World Series game, nobody would have probably batted an eyelash if it was a year ago. Like They would have said, oh, well, hey, Travis Kelsey. They would have showed him on the broadcast of TV and saying, hey, there he is. But because it's Taylor Swift, it's and, and it's just become this huge thing, and, and the paparazzi following him around, it's now such a bigger deal than what it needs to be. It's sad, but it's true. It's it's part of the, the fame, I guess, that he gets from it, but I don't think he cares. He seems to be just fine at blocking out the haters, if you will, and just worrying about his thing in football and also his deal with Taylor Swift. Everything he does. Uh, they played a Taylor Swift song during the game, and he was kind of dancing to it. They're like, oh, look at him. He's dancing to Taylor Swift. <laughs> he was in the club afterwards. They're like, oh, Taylor Swift song came on. He's singing it. He, he probably was doing all mm-hmm. that before everybody is looking at his every move to see that he's doing it. Yeah, and like uh, Brian in Hot Springs says on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, he says, Gronk did all types of antics, but no one got into him. It's like, yeah, because you know, as long as you show up uh, when the lights come on and you perform well, that's what people are only going to care. It only becomes a big deal if you don't. If it becomes a distraction, because then people say, oh, is it a distraction? Oh, is it bad for him? Does he need to break up? Like all this stuff. No. If you show up and you perform well, no one's going to care, or at least no one should care, about what you're doing in your spare time or if you're going to games and whatnot. They should only care about how you play because at the end of the day, that's Travis Kelsey's job is to go out and perform well. And I think that he's proven himself, and I think he's going to continue to prove himself as the Chiefs tight end. Another unit that's taken some criticism here of late because they've lost three games in a row, the 49ers. But now through the trade, they've acquired Chase Young from the Commanders for a third-round pick. So they're trying to get stronger on that defensive line, which – has taken some criticism here over the, over the last couple of weeks. Well, that's definitely uh, one way to do it. So we'll keep you updated on any other news that comes out from trades and everything going on in the NFL. But we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to what's trending in the world of sports and more of your phone calls and text messages here on Out of Bounds on a Trigger Tuesday. So stay with us, folks. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of 150 bucks a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get, with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. 
Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The Tampa Bay Rays have put a pretty good product on the field recently, making the MLB playoffs nine times in the last 16 seasons. Just too bad there's no one there to see it. Hosting Game 1 against the Texas Rangers, there were only 19,704 fans in attendance for this playoff game. That's the lowest number of fans for a postseason game since 1919. Fan support in Tampa Bay is perennially lousy, raising the question of baseball even having a future there. It's fitting that the teams that are still left in the playoffs actually have fans who care and show up. Double B's cares about you, helping you when you're in a hurry, but still deserve a quality product at a fair price. You can even sign up for a rewards card to save even more money. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L. The glory and the greatness are only a few days away. The 40th Running of the Breeders' Cup World Championships at Santa Anita is finally here. The ultimate racing showdown that every owner, trainer, and jockey around the globe has in their sights. With $31 million in purses and awards, there's a lot at stake, but only the best will claim the coveted title of World Champion. Coverage begins Friday, November 3rd on USA and continues Saturday, November 4th on USA and NBC. Visit BreedersCup.com to learn more. Protect your engine better with Syntec Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil, only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec High Mileage is formulated for today's engines with over 75,000 miles. Now get five quarts of Syntec High Mileage and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $34.99. Limit supply. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Planning an outdoor event this fall, Arkansas Portable Toilets has the perfect solution. Rent a portable toilet. No, I'm not talking about your typical porta potty, although they do have those. I'm talking about a luxurious portable restroom. From two stall to ten stall and everything in between, Arkansas Portable Toilets can accommodate. Your guests will be stunned at the quality and amenities from climate control to an entertainment system. Call Arkansas Portable Toilets today, 501-430-3158, or just go to the website, AR Portable toilets.com want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day are you behind on your credit card bills good pick up the phone and start dialing is your landlord ready to evict you good pick up the phone and start dialing does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser good pick up the phone and start dialing then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause you're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn you, Buzz! Hey! On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501 982 Take advantage of the end of the month. Today's the last day of October, and take advantage of the deals that are going on. Get a deal done on Halloween. Get a Halloween deal done and get a vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet and celebrate Halloween. Take advantage of no payments for the rest of the year. 23 Silverados at 0% with approved credit. 2.9% is available on 2024 Equinox, and you can trade in a cell phone Current cell phone gets you $500 and down payment allowance. Flip phone, $550. Brick, $600. A bag phone, $700. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online. GuatneyChevrolet.com. 
You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guatney Chevrolet, GuatneyChevrolet.com. from the Razorback Basketball Practice Facility. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, and I know with a lot of things that are going to be happening here in the show, trying to keep everybody updated with everything, too. It's been pretty crazy, but uh, we'll have some fun with that, and hopefully have a chance to catch up with Coach Muss here in a bit live, and also Josh Braun. Don't want to forget that. Uh, we had a chance to catch up with him, and a uh, big homecoming for him going down to Florida this weekend, and we'll talk to him about that later in the show as well but there is a lot of things happening in the sports world so let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports what's trending in sports is brought to you by arkansas's own west rock coffee join west rock coffee the razorbacks and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe it's fall so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee tea and water delivered directly to your business contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886 java today all right what's trending in the world of sports a few things going on and especially uh, in the nfl side of things too as joe just mentioned as we were going to a commercial break how about uh, the big trade going on in the nfl where chase young the defensive end for washington has been dealt to the san francisco 49ers for a third round pick so uh big news there and of course, uh, Chase Young being second overall pick just a few years ago. And, I, I mean, I don't know, just a mid-round, uh, talking about a second round or third round pick, I felt like that was a deal that really worked out for the favor of the 49ers. But, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong about that. But that seems like it's a pretty good deal for San Francisco. Yeah, but you can't give up a first rounder for him, and he has injury history. So, there was some give and take there. And third rounder, you, you can turn that into a pretty good player, but they just couldn't give up a first-rounder for him, and no team was going to make a deal giving up a high draft pick. And also, uh, we mentioned Josh Dobbs, uh, the quarterback that was coming from Arizona. He has been acquired by the Vikings and trying to help them out when it comes to their injury issues with uh, Kirk Cousins, who is out for the season with a torn ACL. So uh, big news there, but also uh, some other trade news. The Commanders and Bears have also agreed to a trade that will send defensive end Montez Sweat to Chicago for a 2024 second round pick. That is according to Adam Schefter. So lots of moves being made and I guess that's what's kind of the fun thing about getting up here to the trade deadline is seeing some of the moves of teams that are trying to push themselves over the edge to making a run this season into the playoffs and also ones that are just trying to build towards the future, getting some picks and getting some other players in return. It definitely makes it exciting, but also makes it uh, pretty stressful, I'm sure, for some of these teams that are going through it as well. So the question for the commanders going into the trade deadline was which defensive end would they trade? Turns out they traded both of them. And then Jonathan Allen, who is a defensive lineman, he could possibly be on the move also because he did express that he wasn't happy with the way they've been playing, not only lately, but throughout his entire time in that organization. So that's somebody you could look out for. Maybe he'll be on the move also. Uh, now, this is an interesting thing in the development with the Michigan. I, I, I don't know. I find this very funny. The Michigan ordeal with the stealing of signals and signs and all of that. Well, we know there's investigations going on, and there's been some uh, teams that have come out and maybe in the investigation talked about some of their concerns. But this one comes from Central Michigan, actually. They're investigating photos that show a man resembling the Michigan Wolverine staff member Connor Stallions, the one that's being accused on the sidelines for the game on September 1st against Michigan State. So it's Central Michigan and Michigan State. And on the sidelines there for Central Michigan, there's a guy who was photoed who looked very oddly peculiar to Connor Stallions. Now, some of you may say, oh, this is just social media stuff, or people like, oh, because he had a hat and sunglasses on, how could you be able to tell? Well, I think that given the circumstances of the statement that Central Michigan and the athletic director said, They said, quote, we're in the process of determining the facts surrounding them as the process is ongoing. We have no further comment at this time, which I don't know how you feel about it, Joe. But to me, that shows that they looked at that photo and said, we don't know who that is. 
And we can't just point to him and say, oh, yeah, that's Coach so-and-so. It's like, no, they, they need some investigation. So if that's the case, man, this continues to get crazier and weirder. And that guy snuck on the sidelines wearing Central Michigan gear and ended up being Connor Stallions. This guy's like, uh, what was that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, Catch Me If You Can. That's what this is starting to remind me of. <laughs> Great movie, too. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they, maybe, maybe he's trying to they, relive it. Yeah, that's, if he's doing it, then he's done a pretty phenomenal job so far. But that's the vibe it's getting. So what a crazy, crazy deal for him and crazy story continuing on with Michigan. And then uh, also in some other news, too, uh, this is uh, the development that we discussed yesterday where the Colorado football players were having some of their things stolen out of their lockers, jewelry and whatnot uh, at the US UCLA game. Well, Colorado coach Deion Sanders has said today that he's called on the NCAA or the Rose Bowl to reimburse his players who were robbed of their jewelry, cash, and other items from their locker room. He says, quote, our kids got robbed during the game last week. I think that's a travesty. I would expect the NCAA to do something about that. This is the Rose Bowl. They say the granddaddy of them all, right? I'm sure the granddaddy had some money. Grandpa would have loved to have given some money to some of these kids. <laughs> and so he's uh, calling on an NCAA, Rose Bowl, whoever, but he just wants reimbursement. He wants his players to be reimbursed for the stuff that they got stolen. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, somebody should take care of it. He's right. You know, just, uh, I have a hard time believing that the NCAA is going to step in and do it, but uh, something, somebody has to, has to deal with it. Somebody has to pay for it, especially if they don't find somebody else. So, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty crazy how it's all been going down. But, I mean, I get it. Dion, Coach Prime. You want to make sure that your players are taken care of, and the last thing you want to do is have your stuff stolen out of your locker room at halftime, and then everyone just shrugs their shoulders and says, ha, well, sorry, that's the way a cookie crumbles. I guess you'll just have to deal with it later on. Like, nobody wants that, and that's, that's the way it should be handled. They'll get it taken care of. They'll get it resolved, but this is the way to get that process going and get it moving forward by him calling out a couple of people, and uh, maybe UCLA. Maybe they'll step in and do something also. Hopefully something gets done about it. But we got a lot more to talk about here on Out of Bounds. And it's Trigger Tuesday, so we'll talk about things that are bothering us in the world of sports in the next hour. We're also going to have Josh Braun, Razorback offensive lineman, joining us in the third hour, too. We're having a lot of fun and keeping it moving here on the show as we are live from the Razorback basketball practice facility here in Fayetteville. And we have a whole lot more coming up in the next hour, so you better stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Zone Wednesday live from the campus of Washita Baptist University for the second annual OBU High School Sports Media Conference presented by Barry and Turnage Wall Firm. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com.